0: You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today's episode is called The Importance of Measuring Actions and Habits. I'd like to tackle this topic by saying there's not much point in setting a goal if you never know whether or not you'll achieve it. I'm sure you'd agree with me. It's not some pie-in-the-sky thing that you put out there and then ignore, right? And that's where the saying what gets measured gets done comes from. This is a really important conversation for me to have with you if you've ever given up on yourself for not getting the results you want. I know this topic really well because around 95% of the clients that I've seen in the last 10 years of coaching have come to me for the specific reason that they say they've tried everything and failed and they've lost confidence in themselves so they want my help to succeed. And there was this critical thing missing measuring of actions. Let's talk about why this is important. Firstly if you want to succeed in anything there are a few things that you have to do. First you need to define a very specific outcome and most people are good at this they say this is the result that I want and they're clear on that and they can specifically say what it is for example I want to have 100 new clients this year or I want to lose 15 kilos in six months or whatever it is. The next thing you need to do is to articulate the specific steps that you'll take to get there and maybe you're thinking for weight loss it's eating and exercise or portion size or whatever it is and for your clients it means putting offers out there and marketing. The more specific you are at that point the better but we're going to talk about this in another episode from another angle too. It's great to have your outcome and it's great to be clear on the steps Now you have a plan. But you also need to measure actions that you're taking compared with the result that you want. It's no good saying that you're going to go to the gym three times a week if you're not measuring whether or not you're doing that and to see how you can make that work. That's where the goal is. And that's what a lot of people don't do. They don't measure those actions or those habits that will create the goal. There's another point about this process that's really important. You need to be prepared to fail and to tweak what you're doing along the way. You need to be agile enough to get back on the horse, to change your approach and try again. And this is the other part to it. I think if you're not measuring your habits and your actions, if you're taking things emotionally and not logically or objectively, then failure feels miserable. You're not seeing it as a learning opportunity or a chance to change courses. You're just seeing it as you failed. So by being able to measure the habits and actions that you take and being prepared to tweak and change them because perfection the first time is rare as hen's teeth, then you're going to succeed if you do those two things. But what most people do is they measure their results along the way and their progress toward the big goal and that's it. And then they feel terrible if their results aren't coming. You have to measure the actions along the way so that you can monitor the how part of the equation. Because your actions are the things that create your results. When you monitor the how, the actions and the habits, it means you can see exactly what's working, what's difficult, what's not working, and what needs to be tweaked and adjusted along the way. Let's look at an example of this. Think about a weight loss goal of 15 kilos. Most people think that the weight is the goal, and they measure it relentlessly. I lost a kilo. Now I've lost another kilo. Oh, now I've gained a kilo. I'm a failure. No wonder you get disappointed. Measuring weight doesn't tell you anything about which parts of your approach, your how, your method, is working so it's easy to start losing belief and giving up at your apparent failure. For example, you could gain a kilo if you drink a litre of water. And pretty soon you're going to pee that out again. It's a temporary change. But if all you're measuring is your weight, you're not going to cotton onto the fact that you've just just drunk a litre of water before you stepped on the scale. You could also gain a kilo because you've put on muscle at the gym, and muscle is the main fat-burning powerhouse in your body. So it's a really good thing to gain muscle mass because it's the primary vehicle for losing weight. But the thing is that there's a lag time. You gain muscle first, then a week or two later, your weight sees a drop as a result of increased metabolism caused by the muscle mass. But if all you're doing is measuring weight, your final weight, the outcome, then you won't see any of this. You'll only see the gain and you'll feel like a failure. Now imagine a different version of this story. Imagine that you are the person trying to lose 15 kilos. How would you feel if you understood this important point about strength training and muscle mass? Let's say that you could put your emotions aside and see this fact. What if you had correlated your 1 kilo weight gain to your first 2 weeks of sessions at the gym doing a strength training program? chances are you'd expect to see a decrease in weight in the coming two weeks and you'd feel excited because you could see how your actions are creating your results and you'd wanna persist for long enough to see that happen. That's why measuring your habits and actions are just as important as measuring the result. Looking at the number and the scale is a result. It's not telling you whether your actions are working or not or explaining why they are or aren't working. Measuring actions is really important for three reasons. Number one, measuring actions and habits gives you intrinsic motivation. You know that what you are doing is working. This is so important because it means that you don't need to rely on someone else for your self-belief. Let me say that again. Measuring actions and habits gives you intrinsic motivation. You can see that what you are doing is working and you don't need to rely on someone else for your self-belief. So important because self-belief is a predictor of success. Number two, measuring actions also gives you a sense of achievement along the way. How important do you think this is for a goal that will take a long time to achieve? Here's an example. Let's say that you're writing a book and it could take a year to do that. That's a long time. Your motivation's probably going to lag at some point along the way. But what if you were measuring the fact that you were writing 500 words per day? Surely you'd feel motivated and proud of the micro goals that you're achieving because you can see how they're taking you to the bigger goal of writing the book. There's a great example of how measuring the habit or action can create motivation and a sense of achievement along the way, even if the result is a long way off. So getting more specific about the actions you're measuring is important. Thirdly, measuring actions allows you to correct your course if you're not getting the incremental results that you want. Let's go back to the weight loss example for a moment. Depending on your specific body type, there might be 10 different approaches that you could take to losing weight, let's say. And maybe you decide to try two specific things. For example to eat vegetable and protein at 80% of your meals and to do weight training four times a week. For a lot of people this will create weight loss but for others it won't and if you're in that second group and you saw no results in the four weeks following and your body showed no changes you'd need to tweak the specifics of those two habits or try something different and you could only know this if you were tracking those habits to know a if you were truly being consistent or not and b Whether there were other factors that needed attention like portion size or stress or alcohol. I've seen this plenty of times. People say, well, I've eaten vegetables and protein at 80% of the meals. But guess what? They weren't measuring that. And then when the conversation unfolded, they said, well, there was this chocolate and there was that Coke and there was this, this and that. All these other things crept in because they hadn't been measuring what they were eating. Similarly, I've had people say to me that they're training four times a week and when we explore what they're doing They're doing They're not even raising a sweat or they're not even getting a pump. They're doing a very light training program That's not appropriate for them So on the surface it can look like you're doing the right thing But unless you're really honestly Measuring and monitoring the quality of the habit Then you won't get those results So in other words, just because you're taking action, it doesn't mean that you're going to get the results you want. And this is going to happen most of the time, probably. You might have to try and fail several times before you find the right approach. Even if the process you're following is proven and has worked for somebody else, it doesn't mean that it'll work for you. You are a unique person with a unique body and mind and personality. So you'll have to find your own formula for success for whatever it is that you're trying to succeed at. Pursuing a goal is highly individualised. If two people want the same result, the way they get there might be entirely different. And that's why your commitment to measuring and tweaking the process to get the results you want is as important as measuring your progress to the result itself. Just one more point on this before we wrap up for today. The more specific the action that you're taking, the more likely you are able to adjust the habit to succeed in getting the result you want. So just to recap that process again, it's important that you decide on the specific outcome that you want to achieve. You need to get really specific with the actions or habits that you'll take to get there. And then to measure those actions, including the quality of them compared with the result you want. Do this for three to four weeks, doesn't matter if you're in business or in health or whatever area your goal is in, see what happens. Consider the quality of the habits and look at what needs to tweak and adjust. Don't make drastic changes I'd say, make small incremental changes because sometimes it's a tiny thing that can make a big difference. Okay, over to you, I would invite you to look at the way your assessing success to look at the way you're measuring your goals and your progress toward them and to think about how you can improve the quality of your measurements so you can more likely get the success you want. That's it for me today. Thanks for listening and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye for now.